1: It's
0: time for the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Game Show with your hosts, Jake Scott and the coach Tim Laco.
2: JP Chunga and for Jake Scott. But welcome in to Jazz Game Night brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for chance to win prizes. It is. Uh, learn more at your Subaru story at MarkMillerSubaru.com. dot com. Jazz fall to the Kings one twenty one to one thirteen. Hopefully hear from Will Hardy down in Sacramento, but. I don't believe many beat writers traveled to this one, so we may just only be hearing from players inside the locker room. But after this uh, loss to the Kings, I thought it was a great response considering how things went Friday night against the Bucks, who are clearly one of the uh, leaders in the Eastern Conference one of the, and might be the best team in the entire league. A good response against one of the top-tier teams in the West tonight, Tim.
3: Yeah, a couple things stand out. I, I think night to night. So back to back, you see the difference between, um, the best defense in the NBA in the bucks and one of, you know, a team in the twenties and really it's a battle of real estate and time after time, you know, whether it be off handoff or, or isolation, you know, guys just flat penetrating like Dunn did on the end one at the end of the game, the defense for the Kings, is a little bit porous in the jazz were aggressive you know they got 30 over 30 shots at the rim so I think that was the game plan to really not settle and you know try to get to the rim and I thought the Jazz really competed well um, Sacramento special offensively no doubt about it um, and uh, they were able to make more plays than the Jazz down the stretch.
2: Points in the pain advantage 70 to 50 in favor of the Utah Jazz so they were attacking the basket and had to start with uh, Walker Kessler. 31 points, a career night for him. 11 rebounds, the first Jazz rookie to put up that uh, stat line in terms of uh, a double-double in that that respect with 30 points and 10-plus rebounds, and he had a block. Walker Kessler was outstanding in this game in the way that he was playing.
3: I think I missed two shots, you know, not counting his free throws, and Walker's going to spend a lot of time, I promise you, in the summer on his free throws because... That is the only thing you look at his game and say, man, that needs some work. But he even showed us a little post-action tonight over the left shoulder. Um, you know, Walker, he was sensational. 14 for 16. Um, again, always so active on the offensive glass, whether he gets the rebound or tips it out. And, um, you know, a double-double. We talked about it last night. His ability to get rebounds in bunches is now... A thing. It wasn't long ago, and you remember this, that Coach Hardy'd say, Hey, we just don't have a guy that'll go gobble rebounds. Um, amazing what in development in a year, what a guy can do. So, again, I, I, we've talked about him a ton, but I, I thought he was the story, and I thought he was the reason the Jazz were in the game.
2: He had a play there in that fourth, maybe it was the third quarter, where he went vertically up on Harrison Barnes on one end, ran the floor on the other end, and ended up with a dunk. Uh, right on in transition. Like those type of things, him running the floor is so pivotal to him contributing to winning basketball that you're seeing at this early stage of development, that's going to be huge towards the rest of his career because he, he already has really good habits that are starting to form under the first year under Will Hardy.
3: There's no doubt. and it's, Basketball is such a, you know, it's an instinctual game, but it is a habitual game and in uh, one of the things that you can always you know coach Majerus used to tell big guys one thing you can always do is you can block out and you can run the floor and both things really help us and you talk about Walker affecting a shot at the rim and then following up you know everybody else is you know unaware that he's already in the play and you know dunks that basketball so so many things to be excited about with him and um you know but i think that his his mobility is the big thing because he's not going to be we're not far from Walker switching out on guards like that's going to happen at some some point and you know his mobility is such that he can handle it it's really kind of a exciting thought
2: kelly olinick had 17 points 10 assists eight rebounds for the jazz he split some playmaking duties with Taylor horton tucker who had nine points four assists and Ochai Baji, a good bounce back for him after a dreadful one against Milwaukee. 20 points for assists, three blocks for Ochai, and he went 3 of 7 from 3, 8 of 15 from the field. So good response from the Kansas product.
3: And David mentioned he got off to a slow start tonight on the heels of a slow start last night, or, you know, a, a bad night last night, one for eight. And to me, it's impressive that he he flipped it. You know, I think that that's a sign. Um, You know, he hasn't always been able to kind of shake it off, but tonight he did. In 36 minutes, um, he was, you know, had a major impact on this game. I thought his defense was great. How about three blocks? And, you know, his length, we talked about that, but his ability to affect on the defensive end is just a – that's a constant. So when you get 20 from him, a great thing. Four assists, too. And we talked about, you know, his playmaking can, can improve, but I love seeing four assists and one turnover.
2: And he won a challenge.
3: And he won a challenge. First time I've ever, in my time here, that's the first time Utah's won a challenge that I can remember.
2: And it's often Ochai uh, bat away from Harrison Barnes. Was going to be a foul on him. Ended up getting the possession back. So that wins you a possession. It was uh, th- within three minutes left to go in the game. So it gave them a chance, at least, to keep it close. But the fact that they're in this game was remarkable with how how things went. And... Let's hear from the head man and how they were able to get... Oh, no coach. My bad. I'm, I'm sorry Hold about on that. Hold I'm going to work on my impression. Yeah. Uh, we do have a coach in studio. His name is Tim Lacombe, so I'll, I'll ask the coach. How were they able to keep it this close against a team that is a top squad and they didn't have three of the top scorers for
3: the Jazz? I thought it was aggression level, and you can look at numbers to prove that. Um, we talked about number of shots at the rim. The Jazz, with their head down, um, with that dunk that was late, they end up getting 33 shots at the rim, and they finish 25 of them. So uh, that's you know that's in the top 20% of performance this year at the rim, both uh, their number of shots and their accuracy. So I think that w- that shows their aggress- aggressiveness, and then they out-rebounded uh, Sacramento. Another night that- where they have double figures on the offensive glass, another hustle stat. And their defense, you know, they had, um, as a team, they, they, I thought they forced uh, Sacramento with some tough possessions. The zone, they got in and out of that. Uh, it affected their, their rhythm. And so I think all those things kind of in kind uh, reason that w- why the Jazz Royals stay in the game.
2: The My Subaru is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some of the Mark Miller Subaru owner stories and share your own at mysubaruis.com. Say goodbye to our network stations. We'll be back Monday as the Jazz hosts the Suns. Tip time is at 7 o'clock here at Vivid Arena. For those of you sticking around, we'll Try to head into the locker room and hear from some players straight ahead. You're listening to the Utah Jazz Basketball.
0: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport.
1: She was tear gassed and beaten.
0: Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. America in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. The final horn has sounded. That'll do it. And it's time for the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Post Game Show with your hosts, Jake Scott and the coach, Tim LaCoe.
2: No Jake, just J.P. Chunga. Welcome into Jazz Game Night, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share your Subaru story at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz fall to the Kings, 121-113, third straight that they've dropped, but quite the performance from Walker Kessler. He had a career-high 31 points, but the rebounds, pivotal. Jazz fans, Safelite Auto Glass is proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this team's rebound leader. Kessler had 11 rebounds, four of them offensive, and the Jazz edged... The Kings on the glass, 54-51. to Walker Kessler's rebounding has been pivotal for this team all year, Tim.
3: Yeah, it has, and he's gotten better at it. I think in the beginning of the year, it is such a big change. I mean, you play big-time college basketball, right. and you think um, you, know, you played against big guys. But we went ad nauseum last night at the size of the NBA. It's just freakish. And so there is a period of time where the young guys got to – you know, he's got to he, – kind of face those bigger guys and he hadn't had to face big guys for a long time, but uh, he's done a great job and he's become a very good rebounder in his his first year.
2: And quite the matchup with Sabonis because he wants to play bully ball. He'll go right into your chest and he's one of the best bigs that we have in this entire league. The way that he facilitates and passes, it's a good matchup for Walker to go, go out and play well tonight.
3: Oh, it is. And, um, I think he bothers Sabonis a little bit. His length, you know, his uh, around the rim, particularly. And uh, Malik Monk, we we didn't go into that, but he had a you know, he's <laughs> he got Yeah, and yeah. I watched it, watched it, watched it. I I mean, there was contact, but I don't know an NBA guy with the ball above the rim probably should be able to finish it. Um, and hand is part of the ball. I did look that up, and it is. I've, I thought kids just said that on the playground, but it is. So if you're in contact with the ball, and you get your hand hit part of the ball, man, finished the dunk. So he freaked out for no reason.
2: Monk missed the dunk. But Walker Kessler is down in Sacramento, and he caught up with Craig Bullerjack. Let's hear from him.
0: Last night, you guys disappointed with the 28-point loss in Milwaukee. The fight with this team is uh, is unbelievable. What, what was the approach and the attitude coming in?
4: Yeah, you know, just like you said, um, we're all fighters. And, you know, going to this game, we knew that was going to be a battle. Um, but we knew we weren't going to quit, you know, regardless of, of who was sitting and not. Um, so, so, I mean, super proud of this team and how they played. Um, obviously, you know, disappointed we didn't get the win. But, um, you know, I think it says a lot about our team.
0: What do you learn every night, though? I mean, there's a lesson learned, right, every night.
4: Yeah, you know, um, tonight my, my teammates found me in the right spots. Um, so I, I appreciate that a lot. Um, but, you know, it is, it is, like I said, disappointing to lose. But, I mean, it's not something I've learned, but something that just stays, you know, apparent to this team, which is how much we fight. Talk about your game specifically. Yes, you were dished a
0: lot from Kelly O and others, but you had a career night. I mean, 31, and it's it's just such a young time of your career. You've got to feel good about what it is and what's to
4: come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think, I think the ball bounced my way um, tonight. Um, you know, I'm always going always to play hard. So tonight just happened to happen to go well. More to come? More to come, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: you know, real quick, too, uh, this team with Ochai and even Chris Dunn, I thought both of them showed something, too, bouncing back after a, a tough game last night as well.
4: Yeah, no question. I mean, these guys are, are awesome. Um, I love them to death. Um, great great players, great fighters, um, great guys. Uh, and, you know, strong character. And you can. And That's a parent, a parent on the floor. Yeah, sure
0: is. Congratulations on the career night in Sacramento.
4: Appreciate it.
2: His previous career high was 23 against Toronto. Eclipsed it with 31 tonight. Tim, when was the time that you first bought into Walker Kessler? Because I feel like he came on pretty strong when he started playing. He didn't initially get in the rotation for this team. They had a lot of bodies in that uh, 7-footer range. But once he started playing, it was pretty clear he could stay on the floor.
3: Yeah, I actually got to see him at mini camp some kind of mini camp early on i got invited to and i you know was just there more than anything to kind of watch and see it but his size and his ability to move around i mean in this positionless era that we're in uh you certainly want your big guys to move like guards and just watched his footwork his ability to change ends certainly his his hands and, and plays above the rim and then knew of his reputation as a shot blocker so he got my attention, but minus the little physical parts that have come, I think he has acclimated as fast as a, a young big guy as I've seen probably in a long time. You know, without the guy that came into the to the league with without you know major major fanfare, um, he, he's he's really uh, in my mind. I think it was probably Mike Smith. You know, Mike Smith was sat in here and called him an all star after. What was it, Jamil? About a week or two. So oh. uh, Mike was on the on the Walker train pretty quickly. Was it the first game? First game that he played. Oh, goodness. Yeah, he loved him.
2: Okay. Uh, was he taking step-back threes when you were in that mini camp?
3: No. He was not taking step-back threes. It was all – everything I saw, they were just kind of putting in base packages and stuff. Okay. So it was more, more of a defensive and then, you know, some conditioning and shooting and things like that.
2: I forget who I was talking to about – uh open gym in September and they were telling me Walker was shooting threes and they really didn't have a, a great expectation for him until it got into the preseason and you could see what he could do once it was a more controlled basketball environment.
3: Well, and it's true. You've talked to him a bunch. Uh he's he got into the game and was more of an offensive player yeah. before he ke- became a defensive phenom. So, I think like that little post move we saw tonight, certainly there's way more in his bag. Right And right now, he's doing a great job of getting the baskets the old-fashioned way, running the floor, getting things dumps off, dump-offs. But he finishes at a very high rate down there. And his ability to kind of use the rim as a, you know, it finishes over his head a lot uh, on the other side. But, no, man, it's the sky's the limit for this kid. And if he starts being really a stretch guy, like a, holy cow, look out.
2: And you you really are right with that fanfare, because even on his own team in college, he was not the... NBA prospect, everybody who's watching, it was Jabari, Jabari Smith. Absolutely. Who went to Houston, and he's come on now, but Walker Kessler is making a case for himself to be all-rookie first team.
3: No question. And, and I mean, I, he's impacting every night. I mean, he plays every single night with and has a major, major impact on the game. And, um, you know, it's just exciting. His, the number of reps he's gotten, his development, being able to be fast-tracked this year, it's, that's a real positive.
2: 31-11 for Walker Kessler. In tonight's game, the Jazz drop it 121 to 113. The My Subaru is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some of the Mark Miller Subaru owner stories and share your own at mysubaruis.com. When we return, Kelly Olenek. you hear from him downstairs in uh, Sacramento. This is is Utah Jazz basketball. Locked
0: in. The final box score is printed. Jake Scott and the coach Tim LaCombe are breaking down how it all happened on the Mark Miller Utah Jazz postgame show. Oh my!
2: No, Jake Scott, you'll have to settle for J.P. Chunga as the Jazz fall to the Kings 121-113. to 113. Well, Welcome in to Jazz Game Night brought to you by my Mark Miller Subaru. Featuring the My Subaru Is campaign, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share your Subaru story at markmillersubaru.com. Tim, what is the longest concert you've been to? Because this Reba McIntyre show just got out. It's been about two
3: and a half hours with Reba on stage. She was belting it out for over three hours. Yeah, it was impressive. Um Longest one I have ever been to, I'll tell you what Rush doesn't mess around. Um, You know, unfortunately Neil Peart's no longer with us, greatest rock and roll drummer ever. Uh, But I saw a couple of their shows that went into the couple hour, you know, range. Um, Outside of a festival, probably Rush put on the longest show. You've never been to a Grateful Dead? No, I, I never. I missed that somehow. I never. Never missed. I never got the dad. Maybe I'll get it on the the latter end of my life.
2: The boss also goes for a marathon show.
3: I've never seen Springs. the boss. Yeah. Dave Matthews plays for. Yeah, that's minute. true. Yeah, I've seen him go for. Jamil's agreeing with me, but one of the great shows. Dave just gets. They they get uh, they they ad lib a lot in their music. It just... turns into like a twenty minute ballad.
2: Yeah, they've ad lived with their waste as well in uh, certain cities, Chicago namely. Correct. Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way uh, to Chick-fil-A. Earn rewards with Chick-fil-A 1 app. Jazz go 10 of 16 from the free throw line. A little less than they did last night. They got to the line 34 times last time out when they played against the Bucs. But tonight, it was Kelly Olenek. He went 0 for 2 from the line rather check that three for three on his way to 17 points and 10 rebounds and he spoke to craig Bullerjack after the game let's hear from him
0: hell of a game kelly um, really just a word hell hell of a game uh, especially after what happened last night against milwaukee what was the mindset coming in tonight because you battled to the final final second
1: yeah i mean just go out there another chance to compete you know, we got you know after a game like that, you kind of just put it in the rearview mirror and you know go out and. We got another crack at playing the NBA basketball game, and that's kind of what we did. Um, we played well the first half. You know, kind of let our
4: guard
1: down a little bit in the third, and then um, I kept battling, kept battling right to the end, and I'm you know, proud of the guys. I you know, just felt a little short.
0: Now you have a knack of flirting with triple doubles. Uh, you, you were never close again tonight.
1: Yeah, and never getting them. I don't know. but I'm no, just trying to do you know a little bit of everything, help this team any way I can, um, you know, whatever that is, get everybody involved. on on both ends of the
0: floor talk about walker you guys connected quite a bit tonight you're looking for the big and and the rookie has a career night uh he was unstoppable at times and missed just two shots if i'm if i'm not
1: mistaken yeah he was huge um you know a great great game by him great effort um you know when he runs the floor like that and puts pressure on the rim you know that vertical spacing where you could just throw it up where other guys can't get it um no, that's that's a, a huge advantage for us. So, you know, he's got to keep doing that, keep working to get better. But he was really, really good tonight. And, you know, that's what we need from him.
0: Finally, Kelly, what is it? There is just something. No matter who puts on the uniform, there's this no quit mindset. And there's been a lot of players through this locker room, but it, it's contagious.
1: Yeah, I mean. We, You know, we got a lot of good guys in here. You know, high character guys who love to play basketball and love to compete. You know, that's what we're doing. Um, You know, like I said, it's just another chance to go out and compete. And everybody in this locker room, you know, likes each other. Um, And we're just going out and playing together, playing hard and, and, you know, enjoying ourselves. So, um, obviously not enjoying losing, but, um, you know, having fun playing the game. Keep pushing
0: that triple-doubles
1: coming. I appreciate it. (laughs) Enjoy. Thanks, K.O.
2: Heck of a game from Kelly Olynyk. 17 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds. And I look at FGAs, Tim, like I did last night, third most FGAs, third most field goal attempts. He had 12 of
3: them in this one. He was point Kelly tonight. Um, he was able to exploit mismatches and, um, you know, get a guy who he could kind of bully. And he was one of those guys off reversals that really created offense by just Vertically driving to the rim, making the defense collapse and the ball's able to move. So uh, I, I love Kelly. I think he's been a huge part of why the Jazz have been as good as they have this year. Have a five man that can facilitate, that can space the floor with integrity. You're know, not a guy that, yeah, you know, he's not going to make that many. Because Kelly, you got to be out there. You know, he'll bury shots. Um, but he, he's been a great addition to this year's team. And I think it's been nice with a guy like that for Walker. To play alongside as well because he finds him so much. You know when they're in there together. So I, I really like um, I really like Kelly, and it's nice to see him have a great night. I agree with Bowler; he may be the guy that gets the triple double.
2: Yeah, he can do so much. What is it about uh, Gonzaga Bigs that they can pass so
3: well? They trust him. Uh, they have to handle it a lot, and uh, much like Sabonis does with the Kings, there's a lot of you know ball screen roll, but a lot of catch it, you know, and hand off a lot of handoff action so more than anything i think they don't like will doesn't put guys in boxes they they let them grow their game Sabonis so was not a known three-point shooter in college you know that was not where he lived because he just you know why would you if you can just dominate anyone in the game down low but certainly added that three-point shot more to his game and uh but yeah so, Gonzaga Biggs, they're they're well versed, and it's because of the style they play a pro style offense too.
2: It's very modern, and you can tell Kelly he's a Danny guy. He is a Danny Ainge guy through and through. Plays hard, smart player knows what to do offensively. Can make shots. Can make shots. Is a shooter. You know, you can keep them him out on the floor in a, in a big playoff game, and and he's been on successful playoff teams in his entire career.
3: Yeah, it, to me, that's one thing that Danny has always said. You know, a guy that can can facilitate, they can catch it, they can make a ba- make a move, make a basket. Um, but then has the ability, the IQ. You know, when guys are cutting, to be able to find them, understand that a second big comes to you. Walker's creeping along the baseline; you can find him, and Kelly finds him all the time. So, yeah, exactly that.
2: They connected on an alley-oop earlier on in this game as well. The My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some at the MarkMillerSubaru.com, where you can read those. We'll uh, get some more thoughts and wrap this one up as the Jazz fall to the Kings 121-113. This is Utah Jazz Basketball.
0: In the books. Now, let's get to the reaction. Hear from the coaches, the players, as well as the coach, Tim Lacoe It's the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Postgame Show. Here's Jake Scott.
2: JP Chunga in for Jake Scott, but welcome in to Jazz Game Night, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share your Subaru story at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz fall for the third straight in a row, 121-113 tonight against the Kings. Defensively. Tim, how did they manage playing not only this zone, but against one of the best offensive teams in the entire le- league, the best in terms of offensive rating? And they have they didn't have De'Aaron Fox in this one out here, but they still had a lot of offensive threats.
3: They did. Um, Fox creates such a different kind, type of problem because he's, uh, he's so deadly in the mid-range, uh, and it's such a... You know, for the Jazz, when they're in man, you know, they're not going to give up shots, but certainly you're going to give non paint twos, contested non paint twos, kind of what you want people to take. Um, So he he would create more of an issue, but I think what they did was they they kept Sacramento on their heels a little bit. They would show man, uh, they would come out, you know, in zone. It's one thing that I've been really impressed with, you know, the entire season is Coach Hardy's. And the staff's way of prepping, prepping and taking chances. You know, we talked about that how the zone evolved. You know, with Kelly, um, was it Kelly and Kelly Lowry? Lowry, and you know that it was a collaborative effort. But I, I like the way that they they talk the game. I spoke about that minicamp I went to this summer, and I actually had to go. You know, they pointed me to the coach's locker room to go change. And I hadn't met any of the coaches, so I walked into my little area and kind of just kept to myself. But uh, coaches' locker rooms are awesome because the banter is constantly hoop, right? You just talk hoop, talk hoop, talk players. And so when I was in there and hadn't been in a coach's locker room for a while, um, I heard – I think it was Lamar Skeeter and Coach Hardy, and they were talking about how you defend the best possible way to defend Kyrie and KD in pick and roll and this is in July or, you know, whatever month it is, but just, you know, these guys think the game. They're, they're students of the game, and it shows in their preparation. I think they have a really good understanding of personnel in the league. You know, they've got a great database of that, but they're not they're not afraid to try things. You know, they don't just roll out the same look and say, hey, they've got to beat us at our thing. They're willing to try things, and I think that's been the most impressive thing to me.
2: And how difficult is it to install a new defense virtually over a five-day break middle of the season it's more than middle of the season it's late in the season you're going down the stretch there were less than 20 games left when they installed the zone and started really relying on it to get some stops starting with that boston game
3: it's you do have to have a couple days to string together And i thought that was the interesting part is they had that they played monday Mm -hmm. saturday yeah
2: monday in miami and then at home
3: Right. So during that time, I thought that their, you know, their use of time was really good. And I think if with a zone, particularly if you can just get base rules, you know, you don't want to suffocate guys in the zone where they're questioning like, Oh, I stepped too far into this quadrant. Um, you want it to kind of be like Tark called his zone, the amoeba. You want it to be Mm -hmm. in a, a living organism, um, that kind of reads and reacts just like you do on offense. And so, I feel feel like that's kind of what this zone is. Um, it's better when they communicate, and that's a huge part of defense anyway. Point and talk, but um, it's been it's been a nice change. And I think you know a team like the Kings who really does rely on cadence of handoff, all the cutting and movement. It it makes them have to do something else. They seem Warriors ish in their movement.
2: They the, do don't the Kings. They? Yeah, they
3: fly around and it's constant, and then they've got. Multiple guys that can, if you relax or you're looking to see where the screen's coming, they're driving right past you because they 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 can make plays. So it's it's a it's a fun team. Um, I really like it. I will say this: as fun as it is, and is, I'm really glad that they're going to be in the playoffs. They're not going to be in there very long because that defense is a defense. You know, and Fox ain't is not going to help the defense. So him not being out there tonight was not, um, you know, bad for their defense. But the Jazz just got way. Got shots way too easy, and that's the second time they played him here in a short period of time, and I've come away not impressed with their defense. What is
2: it about that team? Because Mike Brown was the defensive coordinator in Golden State before he took this job. He was known when he was in Cleveland as a defensive guy, and when he came to L.A., that was the other thing that he was going to bring to Kobe and that team, that iteration of the Lakers. Why can't they defend
3: Well, I look at their perimeter guys. I think it comes down to that a lot. We talked about it last year with the Jazz. And tonight, you know, Davion Mitchell six feet tall. And I thought the Jazz did a nice job of getting him in mismatches and being able to kind of exploit that. Um, And then I think Murray and Herter, for as good as they are offensively, laterally they're not great. So, again, basketball, all you're trying to do is gain an advantage. You want two to have to think about the ball. And, you know, the Jazz constantly put the Kings in that situation. The ball hits the floor, you're on a direct line, somebody's got to step over, and the Jazz are so great at making that extra pass that that's all you need. And so it's not like they're um, they're just not, I, in my mind, they just don't have great wing defenders, and their size is a little bit limiting too.
2: Is there a matchup that in the playoffs gets hunted
3: on that team? I think Herder gets hunted a little bit. Um, he's tough though. You know, Murray is going to have to prove it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played 37 minutes tonight. He's a rookie. He's got good size at six, eight, but I, I just watched him a couple times getting beat off the bounce by guys. he probably shouldn't get beat off the bounce by. Um, and so that's just a cursory. Look, I haven't watched him a ton, yeah. but that's just my, you know, blink.
2: It was pretty interesting to hear Mike Brown when, uh, he was here for, um, jazz Kings and, He was talking about Keegan Murray, and he said the next step for him uh, is when I ask him the question, what do you provide when you're on the floor beyond spacing? And then Keegan did not have a good answer for him. He didn't have an answer uh, for Mike Brown uh, when he asked him that. And he was up front. Next time I ask that to you, you better have an answer beyond spacing because I'm Mike Brown. I'm 40 years old. I can go out there and provide spacing if I hit a couple shots out there. That for him, uh, I'm certainly would like to see him uh, show something more when as he's going through his year because he's a pretty good rookie in his own right. He's he's making threes at a good clip. He had those corner threes in the first half that really did the Jazz in and put them in a hole. But providing
3: more than spacing is something that
2: you have to look at.
3: Yeah, great point. Um, and he comes from Iowa. They they. They constantly are a team that loves to get up and down and score. Um, that was a little bit the book on us at BYU, and so you do have to you have to understand. Hey, I'm in a different league. I'm playing different different guys and defenses at a premium uh, for my position. So uh, certainly time to work on it. And I didn't feel like it was something that can't be fixed. I just he just looks to be. Yeah. You know, if that's something you can fix actually with because of his length. You can actually just get him to close a little shorter. And, and use his length to his advantage, and then you can, you know, you can cut them off on the angle a little bit better if you give them a, sp- a little bit more space.
2: Brother's pretty good at Iowa yeah. too.
3: Yeah, really good. Mm-hmm. And to your point, uh, the Kings end up tonight with twelve corner threes. They were nine for twelve. So they cut that off. Yeah.
2: In the second half, what right. was it, eight or nine in the first it was half? Nine. So they only got three. There you three,
3: go. Right, yeah. and and a huge part of it was they were getting a lot in zone because. When that wing defender comes up, it's all about your stance. This is something I'm sure you saw a ton with Coach Beheim at Syracuse. But um, you want to, you know, that ball gets to uh, the free throw line extended on the wing. And as you're closing out to it, if you have to be shading to the corner so that pass can't be easily made. If they want to drive it into the guts of the zone and into your strength, fine. um, But you just can't let that ball get to the corner because there's not a guy to get there. And the Jazz, I felt like they did a better job of taking that pass away and fixed it.
2: It was uh, impressive to see them in that second half, especially as the game, you thought it was getting away from them. They still were able to get some stops and, and try to keep this one close. Utah Jazz, most valuable educators, presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from Jazz Bear. A $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, and tickets to watch a jazz game in the suite. Go to nba.com slash jazz slash mbe to nominate your favorite educator now. We'll be back with more to finish things up and give a final thought from Coach Lacombe, but the My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some of the Mark Miller Subaru owner stories and share your own at mysubaruis.com. Jazz fall to the Kings, 121-113. Final thoughts when we return. This is Utah Jazz Basketball.
0: Running hook, blocked it. The final box score is printed. Jake Scott and the coach Tim Lacombe are breaking down how it all happened. On the Mark Miller, Utah Jazz Postgame
3: Show. Oh,
2: my!
3: Olenek on the near side, hesitates, now turns the corner, drives to the rim, fouled and finishes. Kelly Olenek took Matthew Vadova to the rack. He took him down under. And drew the foul.
2: Not Australian, but he got it done. Went to Gonzaga. Kelly Olenek, 17 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds. Jazz fall 121-113 to 113 to the Kings. And that was the play of the game. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships. For service, sales, and selection, LHMAuto.com. Driven by you. Jazz game night. J.P. Chunga uh, taking the place for Jake Scott. In with Tim Lacombe, and it is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share your Subaru story at markmillersubaru.com. Loss drops the Jazz, rather keeps them at 12 in the West. At the 11 spot, though, in the West, outside the playing zone, Dallas Mavericks. That has to be quite the disaster in Texas
3: for them. They come from a land down under. Men at work? Just waiting to do that. Yeah, men men at work, right? Yeah, that's what he was referring to. And, and in that little clip, too, we had two WCC greats, Kelly Olinnick and Matthew Della Vadova. Um, the rivalry. The rivalry. And both those guys got their fair share of my skin. <laughs> in their careers. Um, no, what was, I I totally forgot what you're talking about. Standings,
2: now. Dallas Mavericks in 11. Oh,
3: can you believe it? And, and Luca has lost his love for the game all of a sudden. So I guess two weeks with Kyrie will do that to you.
2: That was a desperate move. I thought it was desperate in the moment. It, it continues to show and reek of desperation because you don't turn to an unreliable guy like Kyrie Irving when you're in a good spot. Good teams just don't do that originally. It's a move where Luka is looking around at his teammates and sees, I need someone to run with. Christian Wood ain't it. Christian Wood isn't uh, my Robin. I need a better Robin than that. And he goes to Kyrie Irving. And this is not what you think you have when you have Luka Doncic, who is a top five player in the league. You have to be safely in the playoffs with a player like that.
3: Yeah, and it's to me it's gonna be a it's gonna be a major climb because they're just not playing good basketball and I think it it's systematically, it's the two guys with obviously do really well with the ball in their hand and have high usage rate and that's kind of the way they've made their name. And you're saying, Hey, I need you to share you know. My two year old grandson does not love to share much. Um and it's something you gotta obviously condition young players but we're talking about two veterans two very uh established and well-known guys and yeah to me it was just from the beginning plus the other thing dallas is they're so porous defensively and that move doesn't nothing but make them worse you know so
2: and it's strange because last year they were they figured something out they were good defensively by their standards they were top 15 you know I think they ended up with a top 10 defense, in fact, last season. So what they've done has not, not gone so well. Three and seven over their last 10 so far. OKC, New Orleans, Los Angeles Lakers, and the Timberwolves so far in the play-in zone. The Pelicans got a pretty big win against the Clippers earlier tonight. Do you see any of those teams dropping out of that play-in zone?
3: Um, probably not. Uh I was actually just looking. So the Jazz are ninth in the entire league, right? They're ninth worst record. So we're kind of getting into that time where we kind of watch that too. But say this, the teams you're talking about, the Thunder and the Lakers, that won't fall behind below the line, is that what you're talking about?
2: Yeah, seven through ten, Minnesota and uh, the Lakers and the Pelicans all at 37-37, they're 500 and then OKC at thirty six and thirty eight. Does do one of those teams fall out of the seven through ten spot? I think so.
3: I think so. Um, is it the Pelicans? Pelicans are kind of hot right now. I know. I mean, Ingram had another great night tonight. I'm hoping it's the Wolves. I and mean, nothing against Rudy yeah. Gobert, but that's where my hope is. And they're right. There to be had. It just depends, um, but I guess Cat's back now too. So, and if they get Edwards, likely right.
2: If they get Edwards, that that could fix. Yeah, maybe not.
3: Uh, that will be if one does drop. I guess obviously, maybe Dallas go, rises up above, but um, I, I don't think Dallas is going to get there either. So, it, I, w- I agree with Thurl. The last nine games will be about as exciting nine games like for the West that we've seen in some time.
2: It would be quite, quite a storm would come for Luca if uh, they do not make the playoffs. Well, I'm sh- sure it would be a lot of pressure on Mark Cuban.
3: Now Luca and Lowry, they could, I think they could coexist. You think? Oh yeah, I think you could set the table for him all night long. So if he's unhappy, just rebuild with Kyrie and move that big piece.
2: That's why you got all those picks. If you're Danny Ainge, there you go. Use them, push them into the table. Just hey, hey,
3: how, what, I how mean, many picks what do you want in here? Yeah. Oh, I got another one. Hold on a minute. This one's in my sock. I totally had forgotten. This one got washed and it's in my coat pocket. They've got so many picks it's like that.
2: 15 lightly or unprotected picks from now, first rounders, I'm talking, now until 2029.
3: And last year, we went through the entire draft and couldn't make a move because we didn't have one. So that's in one year. It's crazy.
2: Zero last season. And then, I mean, if you want to add uh, the fact that you get Ochai and, and Walker as first-round picks, 17. And those first-round picks have worked out pretty well in Walker and Ochai.
3: And how about the three? So Ochai, Walker, Simone this week all set career highs. Yes. That's yeah. a good thing for development. That's something you could run an ad saying, we develop our players. And they do.
2: It was uh, – Quite the scene to see Walker get his career-high 31 points, 11 rebounds. First Jazz rookie to put up those type of numbers. What is your final thought off of this game as the Jazz lose 121-113, to 113, but they've got the Phoenix Suns coming up on Monday?
3: Just a really impressed. A really impressed, I guess, out of the gate with Walker Kessler. Um, his season has been stuff of dreams, I am imagine, for him. Um, but he just continues to get better, and it's just neat to see all the hard work pay off for him. Um, you know, we talked a bunch about Kelly Olynyk. I thought he was a, a pivotal part of why the Jazz were able to stay in the game, and then credit uh, other young guys like Ochai who did not have it great and found it. Um, you know, he's he's a guy that defensively just does so many things. Three blocks, you know, from his position. Um, so I was surprised that they were able on a back to back with that team. Stay as close as they were, um, and I guess we've got Phoenix on Monday night here, so um that will be that'll be fun one Phoenix is always it brings out the people get excited when Phoenix comes to town,
2: oh yeah Booker, with all the battles that he had with Donovan Mitchell, the animosity that those two fan bases have towards each other uh we might see Pace Manion in the house.
3: I saw him the other day actually. there you go yeah.
2: yeah, he's a Arizona resident right that's correct. Yeah, bring him up, uh, Tom Chambers. Where are you at? Come on down. Another Arizona guy, former jazz man, um, great Ute as well. Back in the day, right?
3: One of the great dunks. The he climbed the ladder and went right over as a Phoenix Sun. Used to be in the NBA highlights uh, packages they'd run. But yeah, Tom Chambers is a legend.
2: There you go. Phoenix coming up on Monday. We'll have you covered as pregame coverage gets started at 6 o'clock. Game time is at 7. The My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some of the Mark Miller Subaru owner stories and share your own at mysubaruis.com. Tim, you done with me. You're gonna get Jake next uh, game as the Jazz take on the Suns.
3: Well, I loved hanging out with you. It's fun talking hoop uh during the game, obviously on the air. Uh but I um I feel smarter after hanging with JP. You sure about that? hundred percent. I'd loved working with you. Thanks for coming in for from my Hawaiian buddy.
2: You're too kind. I'm looking forward to seeing Jake with a tan and uh a beverage coming up on Monday. So.
3: Hopefully a smile, Jamil, for once, right? Like Come in here and smile every now and again, Jake Scott.
2: That does it for us tonight. For Tim Lacombe, the broadcast assistant, and Jamil in the producer's booth, I'm JP Chunga. We'll see you on Monday as the Jazz take on the Suns. Pre-game coverage begins at 7 o'clock. Tonight, they lost to the Kings, 121-113. to This has been...